This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 198, baby. Oh yeah. Episode 200 is getting very, very close now. And on Wednesday, I will do another podcast, just one of those one minute podcasts um, to let you know what we're going to do for that big event. OK, I quite like these little one minute podcasts in the middle of the week. Um, I'm not sure if you do. Um, no one's mentioned it to me. I hope you do. I did one last week as well, didn't I? Um, about the Rock and Roll English family, which, remember, is closed now. OK, it will be closed until September. Um, and if you want to listen to my favourite episode, my favourite episode of 500 episodes, then go to rockandrollenglish.com and click on family area um, and there is something there. And if you give me your email address, I will send you my favourite episode. Um, remember, there have been 500 episodes of Rock and Roll English that you haven't listened to. More than 500, actually. And my favourite one I have for you as a present um, if you go to the website. OK, and then membership will open again in September. Um, but let's get to today's episode. Um, in today's episode, I speak to Dan the Man. Yes, he is back. We talk about how to be alive and lots of other crazy things. OK, um, we also mentioned the story of when I went to the restaurant and went away without paying. OK, it sounds really bad. If you don't know the story, just know that there were mitigating circumstances. OK, so mitigating circumstances, special circumstances for the reason it happened. OK, anyway, that's enough of me talking. Here is the episode. I will speak to you all again at the end for the rock and roll vocabulary. In the meantime, happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Always fantastic, Dan. Always fantastic. Even more fantastic. I'm talking to you. I've done a few things recently, a bit of fitness. Someone else was the host. But when you when I talk to you, it's just like, oh, it's like when you go on holiday and you've been away for two weeks and then you walk back in your house and you're just like, oh, yeah. So I'm not the excitement of the holiday. I'm just the the regular boring of course, oh, yeah? of course, okay. absolutely. Um, anyway, Dan, how do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have a review? I would bet your life on it. <laughs> Lovely expression there. So when you're certain of something, well, normally you would say, I would bet my life on it. You don't normally bet someone else's <laughs> life. So you're risking my life here. Um, luckily, you won the bet. Okay, so I will not die. Um so we've actually got quite a few reviews and so spoilt for choice we were. So spoilt for choice when you've just got so much choice you don't know what to choose. One review was very much pro Dan the Man, okay? One review a bit almost anti Dan the Man and one quite neutral. Which one do you think I've gone for? So which one do you think I've gone for? Which one do you think I've chosen? Again, I'd bet your life that it's the negative one <laughs> incorrect so please number one please stop betting on my life okay um 
I've decided to be nice and I've gone for the pro Dan the Man one, okay? Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm a nice guy, Dan. Okay, not nice enough to not mention there was an anti-Dan the Man. So you'll read the anti-Dan the Man one when I'm not on the podcast. I can't even defend myself. Look, I have to read it sooner or later, okay? (laughs) Okay, So go for it. So if I read it now, I'm a bad person for reading it when you're on. If I read it when you're not on, I'm a bad person. I can't win, Dan. Come on, pull the band-aid. Let's get going. Let's do this. Um, So pull the band-aid. So like, let's just get rid of it. take it off and let's just go um but just to let you know it wasn't really anti down the man just you're not mentioned anyway so today's review is from uh valeria furiasse um i think there's always a bit more pressure on me to get the name right if it's an italian name which i'm pretty sure it is well you should get that right you've lived in italy for 10 years haven't you uh yeah well like valeria Okay, I'm okay with that. Uh, it's the the surname threw me off a bit, so threw me off, almost confused me a bit. But yeah, there's a lot more pressure for me to get the Italian ones right. If I it's, if it's from somewhere else, everyone knows I'm going to fuck it up. But if it's the Italian one, I do shit myself a little bit. Anyway, it says, um, started listening two days ago, and I fell in love with it. 30 minutes is the perfect amount of time to stay focused. Plus, at the end of each podcast, a fast recap of the vocabulary and grammar. Can't stop listening to it. Love, Martin. And even more, Dan the Man. Stay <laughs> and that's and, and that's within two days. Right? <laughs> Imagine how she'll feel after three months of listening. Well, after three months of listening, she might change her mind, actually. Yeah. And say, fucking hell, Dan the Man. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, thank you very much for that review, Valeria. Um, so, Dan, do you know what we're talking about today? No. <laughs> still find it funny. Incredible. Nearly 200 episodes, still find it funny. Um, so, here in Italy this week, um, many restrictions have been eased. So, if it has been eased, it has been relaxed, let's say, of this lockdown period. And now we can go out. So every morning this week, I have been to the beach, been for a swim, and I have just felt so alive, baby. Um, So as I can see your face at the moment, Dan, you look anything but alive. (laughs) I thought we could talk about how to feel alive, okay? Give you some tips because you need it. I have to say, I watched that video. I saw that Instagram post of you running into the sea. Like a six-year-old girl. It was quite entertaining. <laughs> it was quite cold. It was quite cold, okay? I did maybe scream. Maybe you just couldn't hear it in the video. I think I put music on so you couldn't hear my scream. of just like, ah, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you running out. I want to see that video. No, going out was actually easier because it was quite hot. Um, anyway, Dan, so the first thing about how to feel alive is go and experience nature, Okay. Um, because you love a bit of that, don't you? Experiencing nature now. I do. I do. Go out hiking. Yeah, or... hiking, going up mountains. You've got your little uh, SOS. Is it SOS or SAS guide? I've got the, yeah, my survival guide. I've got that. <laughs> that. That goes everywhere with me, to the kitchen, you know, to, to the woods. Your survival guide, Just he's going to like kill a bear and have the bear for dinner or something like that. 
Although I think I'm actually taking this a little bit too far now because I was talking to Mrs. Dan, the, the man, the other day, and she's getting really, really bored of me now. You know, it's been six weeks. In this, Jesus in this Christ, I hadn't thought about that. Locked, locked in a small flat with you for six weeks. Blimey. Yeah, and I'm, so often I feel I'm talking to myself unless I really basically corner her and tell her. But um... <laughs> Corner her. How romantic. Literally put her in the corner. Don't let her move just so she listens. Sure. But I, I told her the other day I was thinking about potentially getting into bird watching. Oh and, I, <laughs> and her face dropped. Um, so some nice expressions there. So getting into it. So like to start becoming interested, let's say. And her face dropped of just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why on earth do you want to get into bird watching? So notice that term. Why on earth? Like why the hell? I just like watching the birds. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I actually forgot that's a thing and people actually like that. Well, I- I'll tell you what is big in Toulouse is plane watching because they've got the big Airbus thing here. And now that's that's sad. <laughs> Us bird watchers hate plane watchers. It's a big rivalry. But, but what made you actually think about that? What brought the idea of just watching birds into your mind and thinking, you know what, that would be great fun? Well, I've been spending a lot of time on like, sort of the balcony area part and looking at the birds flying in the evening. And I thought, you know what, I quite enjoy this. I mean, do you have like professionals? Like, are you going to maybe become a professional bird watcher? Well, this is the thing. I, I quite like being just someone, an amateur at the moment. But if, if you get into it, I guess you have to get the equipment. You know, you have to talk to these people. And I wouldn't want to talk to myself. So I'm probably not going to do it. Keep us informed. Keep us informed. Maybe you can do your bird watching whilst you're reading your Shakespeare book. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as you know, I'm not really one for nature, though, um, because my main problem is um, with the nature is that there are animals in nature. OK, so when you go hiking or anything like that, you never know what you're going to come across. So what you're going to find. Um, I remember when I was in Australia, actually, and we camped on a beach um, on a small island. And to do like a piss or a shit, you just had to go out and like shit on the floor and you had to bring a spade to make a hole and then just cover your shit basically yeah that's good manners yeah yeah of course yeah um so i wasn't particularly comfortable with this anyway but then when everybody said um be careful because there are dingoes so a dingo is like (laughs) this crazy wild dog (laughs) honestly it was just the most horrible shit in the world (laughs) would a dingo attack you I mean, if if a dingo saw me, it would attack me. All animals attack me, okay? So... It's you stink of fear. That's why I wouldn't even want to do bird watching, Dan, because I'm sure the birds would uh, would attack me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so what else do we have here? Um, the next one here is stick your head out of a sunroof while the car is driving. So the sunroof is the bit at the top of the car, let's say. And if you open that, you can put your head out. Have you ever done that, Dan? Sorry, is this list on how to live? Is yes, this... like to feel alive. You know, you're going in the car, maybe you're going 100 miles an hour. You put your head out of the sunroof and you have the sun and the wind in your face and you just think, woohoo, let's go, baby. Uh, I don't know if I've done that. I don't think I have. It doesn't seem that exciting to me. I know you have. <laughs> You've done it in a limo, haven't you? Have I actually told you about that story? 
you've told I think you've told it on this podcast. I can just imagine you trash outside a limo with your fucking can of shit beer. Um, so a limo, just in case people don't know, is a limousine, that big white car. Um, yeah, looking back, it was quite embarrassing. In fact, it was extremely embarrassing. I was with the Hellraiser, actually, and um, we took this limousine somewhere. I can't remember. Was it just you two? No. <laughs> no, there were lots of us. Boom Boom Cannon was there as well, actually. It would be a bit strange if me and the Hellraiser just got a limousine just for the two of us drinking champagne. <laughs> yeah, slightly odd. Um, so slightly odd, slightly strange. Um, and yeah, at some point, we all thought it was cool to uh, like put our heads out of the sunroof like we were some kind of like rapper, like throwing money and champagne. Um, Where were you going? Was it Chelmsford High Street? Uh, <laughs> probably. That's how we used to roll, okay? So that's how we used to roll. That's how we used to move in a limousine. Um, I mean, I would like to underline as well that we were like 17, 18 um, at this point. Definitely not... Uh, one of my finer moments um but luckily i don't do that anymore okay i'm out of the rap game now dan okay i'm mm-hmm. I, I used to you know go around shooting people throwing money too much bloodshed e- e- exactly too much bloodshed so too much blood on the floor yeah for all of the people that were getting killed yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so kind of similar to what we were just talking about actually another way they say to do um well sorry to feel alive is to do something illegal so what's the most illegal thing you've ever done dan i don't know uh, that's a strange question to ask me I, uh what do you want to admit to doing illegally on air <laughs> yeah it, it's probably a, not a good um time to uh tell people like the illegal websites that you look at is it dan sorry the illegal websites you're the one who's getting your password stolen from visiting these dodgy places um yeah my password for a website did get stolen but um never mind um but it's actually a good tactic i think dan to feel alive because that time when i um went away from the restaurant without paying Boy, oh boy, did I feel alive. It was an amazing feeling. I remember thinking at one point, I might just do this every week now. I might just become a criminal. But until your picture got plastered around the internet within 20 minutes. Yeah, that, that kind of put me off. Um, so some nice vocabulary there when your photo was plastered around the internet. So it was put everywhere on the internet and it put me off. It kind of convinced me that maybe being a criminal wasn't the career for me so i i kind of chose a different path in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's i'd make a great movie though wouldn't it <laughs> yeah um someone that went away from the restaurant without paying felt fantastic at first and then basically went back almost crying to pay the bill <laughs> exactly i'm thinking tom hanks or tom cruise for that one <laughs> yeah maybe maybe um another one here um is to ask people how they are doing so it says for example if you're in the supermarket and the man or the woman say to you how are you today you have to stop for a minute and say i'm fine how are you doing um so and engage in conversation so engage really take part in conversation is this something you do dan engage in conversation with people that you don't know at the supermarket or anywhere i mean if you did that you'd be you'd never get home you know i think you have to pick your battles (laughs) 
lovely vocabulary as well pick your battles pick what you you know what you want to use your energy on um i'm with you though um just yesterday actually i had to phone the bank in england so it was costing me money okay it's costing me a lot of money and so i phoned up spoke to the man and he said he was really enthusiastic like too much and uh he said oh how are you on this fine day <laughs> god and i was thinking i mean first of all i must admit i was impressed with the customer service i did think wow this guy is happy man really happy but there was the other part of you ruined thinking. his day didn't you <laughs> he was suicidal after that phone call yeah i i very much put a stop to the happiness i think because i was thinking look i'm paying i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there sir Okay, <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. Let's just get to the point. I'm going to tell you about my problem and let's resolve it. Okay, I am paying by the minute for this conversation. Okay, so I haven't got time for how are you and all of this rubbish. Okay, yeah, I'm, I agree. I remember once I had to phone a company in England. It was a mobile phone company, and you could never get through to them, and so you, they always shut at six. You'd end up having to call at you know half five quarter past five so you'd be on the phone for 45 minutes on hold and then I remember one time it got to six o'clock and I was getting so angry because it was costing a lot of money they just picked it up and hung up so, so oh, then that's... I called back and I couldn't get through I was fucking furious that, that that's the worst so um when they hung up they like closed the call and he said it took time to get through to like connect to them yeah that's happened to me loads of times you wait for ages um, and then you finally get through and boom, they hang up. It's like when you're doing like a reset on your computer and it takes ages and then it gets to 99% and then it just says problem and then it restarts again and you just say, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. Um, so another one here is um, when you're in public, shout and get everyone's attention. Um now, I mean, you've got to be a complete prick <laughs> to do that. Uh, agreed, agreed. So a complete prick, a complete idiot, a complete dick, let's say. Um, but I had something similar to this the other day. Um, well, I went out to pay a bill and I had my mask on, which is kind <laughs> of... Um, <laughs> you were robbing a bank, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'd robbed the bank and then I just thought, right, now I just need to go and pay uh, my ele electricity bill. Sure. <laughs> Um, so I had my mask on. I was waiting in line um, and, you know, everyone's kind of on edge. So on edge, like, is a bit scared. But this time of year, spring, um, is when my allergy comes back. So I start sneezing a lot. Um, so as I said, we're waiting in this line. It's silent. Everyone's on edge. And then I just go, ah, <laughs> and everyone was looking at me like, like like I was had a gun in my hand. Yeah, but that's not a sign of the coronavirus, is it? Well, in everyone else in everyone else's mind, it definitely is. And the most disgusting thing was because I had the mask on, I didn't really know what to do. Obviously, you've only got a few seconds to decide. So, I ended up still covering my mouth and everything, but basically just sneezing in the mask. Um, oh god! Can you imagine how much they would have hated you if you had taken off your mask, sneezed in the air, and then and then put it back? <laughs> yeah, I should have just said to someone, took off the mask, and just said, "Can you just hold this for a minute, please, whilst I just whilst <laughs> yeah. I just pay my bill?" <laughs> oh god! Did that make you feel alive? 
yeah it did because i was kind of thinking they're going to kill me now um so there was a lot lots of blood pumping around my body because i was thinking shall i just run now before it's too late (laughs) (laughs) what world do we live in i know crazy times dan crazy times so the last one we've got here is tell someone how you really feel about them instead of waiting because you're scared. Okay, Dan, so... Okay, what do you want someone to say to me, Martin? How do you really feel? Let me get in first. Look, Dan, you're the one that needs to feel alive. Okay, I'm I'm alive. I go to the sea every morning and jump in the sea. You're still on lockdown. You still can't go out. I'm watching birds every day. Okay, you can't feel more alive than that. It's impossible to feel more alive than watching some birds. Exactly. Um, just remember, Dan, I read out the nice review for you today, okay? So if it, if you want to take this moment to tell me how you feel about me, it's okay. Well, hang on. Yeah, but you said, the ba- you said there was a bad review, but then it turned out the bad review was just a second neutral review. <laughs> I wouldn't say ne- neutral. What can I do? You, can, you know. Okay, well, you you just keep your feelings bottled up then, Dan. We all know how you feel. So when you keep it bottled up, um, it's when you keep it in a bottle and, you know, you you don't want to express your feelings, let's say. So let's let's express yours then. You tell me. (laughs) Let me ask you a simple question. Do you love me? <laughs> oh, I'm all for keeping feelings bottled up, Dan. Okay, I'm I'm all for that. I think that's great advice. Keep it bottled up. Then one day, probably just go crazy because you've kept your feelings bottled up and kill yourself. I'm okay with that. There you go. That's good. That's good sound medical <laughs> advice for everyone listening who's in quarantine around the world. Uh, in fact, that actually reminded me of... Uh, so when I was about 11 in school, there was a girl there I really liked. I thought, should I tell her? I don't know. And I thought, you know what, I am going to express my feelings. And uh, I spoke to her and I said the words, which in England basically means, do you want to be my girlfriend of, will you go out with me? And I got a very quick and firm no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's where the problem started, wasn't it? So since then, I just thought, you know what, fuck this, just keep all feelings bottled up forever. (laughs) Did, Did she even look at you when she said it? Oh yeah, I mean, she at least gave me that. Yeah, she she at oh. least gave me that. Um, but yeah, it didn't take her long to think about the answer. That was the worrying part. <laughs> and, the, and the funny thing is, she's also still talking about this story <laughs> thirty years later. Yeah, like I had been thinking about this for months, thinking, oh, you know, I think she likes me. You know, what shall I do? Months, one second, not even one second to say no. <laughs> get rejected quick move on yeah i felt really alive as well after that really alive um anyway thanks as always for your time dan the man yep speak to you later yep speak to you later okay so that was dan the man and me speaking about how to be alive so let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary at the beginning dan the man kept betting my life on things um, which was a bit strange Um, the expression is normally you can bet your life on it so you say something like do you think um, it will rain tomorrow you can bet your life on it but normally you give them the choice you say you can bet your life on it Dan the man kind of changed it and was saying I would bet your life which isn't a good thing to do because if you lose the bet the other person could die um, then I said for reviews, we were spoilt for choice. So you have so many. It's almost not a good thing. You're spoilt for choice. But 
that was a joke because the more reviews, the better. Okay, it's never a bad thing to have too many reviews. Um, And then I mentioned we had three different ones. And I said to Dan, which one do you think I've gone for? So this is a rock and roll way to say choose, let's say. You're at the restaurant. What are you going to have? I'm going to go for the steak, for example. Um, And then Dan, the man said, um, pull the Band-Aid. Let's do this. Um, That's an American expression. I don't know why Dan, the man is using American expressions. Normally in English, we say bandage, um, which you put on a wound. Let's say if you're bleeding, you put a bandage on it. And Americans say a Band-Aid. Maybe Dan, the man is becoming American now. That um, he watches birds. Um, then I mentioned that the surname of the review threw me off. So if something throws you off, it causes some confusion or maybe interruption. Let's say you're doing something and then it happens. You're like, oh God, now what do I do? I'm a bit confused. It threw me off. Um, I mentioned that many restrictions in Italy now have been eased. So if something has been eased, it's been kind of relaxed, let's say. Um, Dan the Man then said that he corners Mrs. Dan the Man when he wants to talk to her. So if you corner someone, you put them in a corner and you don't let them move. Um, I'm pretty sure he was joking. I don't think that's a real thing. I don't think he actually corners her, just in case anyone's thinking, oh my God, Dan the Man's a horrible person. It's a joke. Relax, okay? He's a good person because he likes watching birds. Um, And when he told Mrs. Dan the man um, that he was getting into bird watching. So when you get into something, it's when you become interested in something. He said her face dropped. So I can just imagine she was happy. She was smiling. Dan tells her that. And then it's like, oh, God. And her face literally drops. And I asked him, why on earth? Do you want to get into that? Um, So this why on earth or what on earth or how on earth um, is just to emphasize the question word, basically. Um, In my case, emphasizing why. Um, I then said um, the problem with nature is you don't know what you're going to come across. So you don't know what you're going to find. And I said that I had a spade um, to cover my poo. So a spade. So when you want to dig a hole, what do you need? You need a spade. And we had the word sunroof, which is the um, top part of the car. And you might get some 17 year old standing out of the sunroof thinking he is really cool. Uh, Don't ask me who would do that. We had the word limo as well, which is short for limousine, the big, long, white car. Normally what celebrities use. Um, We had the term bloodshed as well when I said I stopped rapping and down the man said uh, yeah because all because of all of the bloodshed um so when blood is shed um there's lots of blood on the floor let's say um then down the man mentioned that my photo um had been plastered all over the internet so if it's been plastered over the internet it's everywhere basically it's been stuck on the walls because that's what plastering is it's like putting something on a wall basically. Um, And then I said, yeah, that kind of put me off, um, put me off being a criminal. So if something puts you off, it kind of makes you think, "Mm, I don't know if this is really for me. Um, We had the term um, engage in conversation. So when you engage in conversation, it's when you're really involved in it, let's say. 
And Dan the Man said you have to pick your battles because, you know, you can have a battle every day if you want. So you have to pick which ones are worth battling, are worth fighting for. Um, Dan the Man said it took him a long time to get through to someone on the phone. This is a phone phrasal verb okay and then we have another one here which is hang up if you hang up on someone you close the phone call let's say we had the term on edge as well when i said everyone was kind of on edge or is on edge at the moment because of this coronavirus so everyone's waiting for something bad to happen no one's quite relaxed let's say we had the term bottled up as well when we spoke about keeping your feelings bottled up like they were in a bottle, let's say. And then we had the term, will you go out of me? I can't even say it. Will you go out with me? Which until the age of about 16, 18 in England is basically the way to say, do you want to be my girlfriend? Um, extremely embarrassing. Yes, I know. Um, but that's the way things work in England. OK. Um, anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode 198. I will speak to you all again on Wednesday very quickly to let you know what is happening for episode 200. OK, thanks, everyone, for listening. I will see you on Wednesday. Like I just said, I'm repeating myself here, aren't I? Never mind. It's time to go. So see you on Wednesday. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.